This show was brought to you by Step Up and Play Productions. Hello, welcome to Balls and Buzz's Penny Arcade. The show that faces head on into important topics like fidget spinners and horse meat scandals. But ignores potential world wars. In this episode we'll look back on the last decade and some of the things that we found interesting. And annoying. Things that were really fucking annoying. It's lovely. It warms you through. Bozza. Bazza. I would like to know, over the, the last decade a lot's happened and... Um, but there's one thing I know is very close to your heart, and that is the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. So, I want to know what have been your favourite, well, not your favourite song of the last decade. Yeah. Of the Eurovision decade, um, but also your favourite performance, because that can be two different things, can't it? Yeah. See, <laughs> we got different opinions on Eurovision. I see Eurovision as a high quality contest. You, you see, there's a laughing stock. I do, I do. It's not, but, that's, but it's not about that. It's just about what you feel. I don't have. I don't. I'm, I haven't got skin in the game on this. This uh, is. I'm looking for your opinions. Obviously, the best performance was with the Slavic girls on their washing boards. That was. I. I think I've long honest, in the memory. Honest, I feel they were robbed that year. And um, what would what we'll do um, as well as I'll. I'll look for some little clips and stuff that we can put on Instagram or Twitter because, you know, for our, our friends in the States Oh, they want to uh, oh. they, they may, they may, I don't know if it's I don't know if, if it's a thing out there if they know about Eurovision and stuff so so basically Eurovision, the Eurovision Song Contest is is that it's a song contest that is uh, where countries from all over Europe compete, they put an act forward to sing a song for their country mm-hmm. um, and over the years, I think Great Britain. Well, Great Britain used to win. Yeah, but they, not won, like, they won a little yeah. bit. But now it's very now, political. It's very very political, um, and and Great Britain never get anywhere near it. Um, I think the last time they won was what Katrina and the Waves. Love can build a bridge or something like that. Was that back in the nineties? Oh, that's a long time ago. Back in like the early nineties. It's been a while um, since we've won it. But there there have been some. Absolutely amazing performances on there, and not because you look at it and go, "This is some real high quality stuff." I mean, what what was the Backspace making your mind up? I suppose no, it was the last time you won it. It's Katrina in the yeah, world, love shine a light, love shine a light. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, what was was it? Is it Lordy? That was so, Hard Rock Hallelujah. That was that yeah. Was that the, that was a winner. That was a Finnish band. Yeah, Lordy. Yeah, Finnish band Lordy. Who who were all dressed as like I don't know like were they got, like armour and like stuff and like, like they, they're like Klingons I don't know what they look like they just looked really odd but yeah classic and, track classic but track but then smashed out this like is it like death metal yeah is type just type stuff so if, that, yeah. if that's your bag then you know there's a little bit for you but there's a lot of that Europop kind of thing is in there but then also you get lots of traditional songs people coming out singing in there like wearing like traditional like outfits from their countries and singing singing their own languages and it's, that although as as time has gone on that's got a lot less hasn't it there's a lot yeah, more countries singing English I think one of the I will say as well one of the major controversies Australia's inclusion when did that start 
Was that this decade? Or was that yeah, before? that was this decade. Definitely this decade. Uh, probably 2014, 2013, maybe. Oh, really? I, that recently? Yeah. Maybe a little bit earlier, but it's not... It's not that long ago that Australia did the first one. 2015? 2015, there you go. Australia's participated in the Eurovision Song Contest I mean, five times since their debut in 2015. There's a lot going on in Australia at the moment, so I don't want to go hard on them, but, you know. But, you know, when they, they've been in the top ten four it's times. Jokes. They've come. They've come in, they're not, they're not messing about. They're coming in, they're bringing their A game. They shouldn't be in there. They're bringing their own game. The clue is in Australia the game. Eurovision somewhere. It's the same as Israel. I, I, I think you've got to question Israel as well. I think it goes deeper than... I think it goes deeper than... I suppose if... Is that not like the... Um, is Israel in Europe? I'm saying no. Is that not like the Copa America though where they invite Japan and Australia as well, don't they? I think into... All right, well, I invite them as a guest once, but they, um, they're fixtures. What if they win it? Then the next Eurovision song contest will be in Australia. That's obscene. And everyone's got to go out. That'd be outrageous. They won't understand. <laughs> yeah, but we're only in it because we pay for most of it. We're in it because we're one of the founder members of it. And we are, you know. And we pay for most yeah, of we it. Yeah, we pay for a lot of it. And then every year, Great Britain gets mugged off. <laughs> it doesn't matter how good the song is. Yeah, we, got... we can have the greatest song of all time. Yeah, but Graham Norton's brilliant, as he was Sir, Sir Terry. So... Yeah, but... Okay, so going back to what you said about kind of my view of it versus your view. No, it is funny, obviously it's funny. What what is Graham Norton's stance on it? What does he do? Uh, So Graham Norton is a chat show host in the UK for anyone who's not not heard of him. You obviously have got to treat it with a certain amount, with with a pinch of salt, don't you? But, you know, yeah, I can't read it. It is hard to defend. (laughs) It's it's quite. um, it's got quite quite a following of like LGBTQ yeah. community as well. That's like because it's 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 that's like, an interesting point. Like over the last decade, it started just LGBT, didn't it? LGBT, and now it's gone to LGBTQ, RSPT. There's there's a lot whatever. of that, yeah, and I don't I don't I wouldn't want to kind of claim to know sort of too much about it because I think you know it is what it is, and. Um, just there's a lot of letters live and let live type yeah. thing oh yeah 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 uh, just thinking how much things have changed even in 10 years just in that type of thing well yeah because yeah, I don't even think there was LGBT was a it was, was it a the, thing at the least, beginning of the decade not like not a oh, thing but that yeah. as like a as a way of kind of yeah. Move, yeah I'm glad you said movement so I was going to say branding it's not a brand no it's a movement yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I just think it's. Uh, but anyway, back to Eurovision. It does have a following with the with the uh, with that community. But I think it's it's for everyone. I love it. I th- I I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, me and Tazbaz like to watch it, and and yeah, we we take the piss out of it and have it's have a lot of fun. Performances on it though. I mean, Euphoria was a classic track over the last ten years. How does that one go? I'm not singing. <laughs> 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 Even though I know the words, I want go to on, sing go it. On. No, no. So, so Euphoria, what country was that by? Sweden. Sweden. Do you know? Do you know the singer? Lorene. Lorene. Yeah. What about um, uh, what was my favorite song over the last ten years? Was by the Common Linnets. They were a Dutch band that came second. Calm after the storm. It's a good song. 
What about? I think that was over the last ten years. What about what about Conchita Versed? Classic, classic. Now that was definitely this decade, wasn't right, it? Right, it's like a phoenix. Yeah, of course it was Austria. So anyone who doesn't know about Conchita Versed, um, you should. She, no, it's, it's, she's a, a a drag um act, uh from Austria. Um, who, who was born three days before me, apparently. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Matching beards. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and, that, and that's, that was kind of like the the um, defining kind of like image for, for Conchita Verse as well, wasn't it? Is that um, you had this kind of like glamorous looking drag queen. Um, With a beard. Like, yeah, like fa- yeah, big, big, um, big fancy like dresses and stuff. And then, yeah. Uh, but not just... But it was a really bloody good beard. Thick, dark. Oh, it's outstanding beard. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's outstanding beard. It's, it's very much, she's gone, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this fucking properly. Doing properly. Get me, I want the best dress I can get. I, I, want it, it's, I want it, I want it, diamonds are forever. I don't think it deserved to win, though. I didn't think it was think... a great song, Rise Like a Phoenix. Is it... Is it, but is it more that the message there was conveying that was that what that kind of spoke to people, or do you think there was an element of like, oh, this person mm. has decided to kind of? I just didn't think. No. So who should have won that year for you? I'm trying to think, who was in it? No. Was it the year? Let me just check who was in it. But I can't. For me, it wasn't a great song. That's what I'm saying. I just thought it was a bit. I don't know. I just thought it was a bit disappointing. But your but your favourite performance of the last decade has uh, been Poland with the Slavic girls. Oh, that was an outstanding performance. Um, we are Slavic. <laughs> that was yeah. I don't. I can't. I can't really think. I can't remember anything more of the song. Um, but it's impossible to look think about the song because of from a, from a, from a straight man's perspective excellent performance oh tremendous um, and I would urge any red blooded man <laughs> to uh, or woman if, if that's you know, if, if, if you are so inclined I believe that the Conchita one is the one is the song that I was saying with the common and that's the Dutch the Dutch performance yeah so my favourite one came second that you Carter Storm much better song than Conchita verse song. Much better song. 100%. There's no... I, I don't even have to... I think if you played both songs, the... I think 90% of people... I, I, I put a figure on it, 90%. Uh, would agree right. with me. Okay. And is this... Is, is this coming from extensive, like, research into, uh, like, Twitter stats? No, it's just a better song. That? They were just robbed. They were robbed. That was that was one of the tragedies, I think, of the last ten years of Eurovision. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm glad you said of Eurovision at the end because <laughs> that would be like because some real no, bad shit has happened <laughs> over the last ten years. I bring but it you've up. gone. I'll tell you what, guys. Do you know what? <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to bring it up. It was one of the great tragedies Fucking uh, hell, of the is, last ten years. That is first world problem. They were robbed. They were robbed. The Dutch entry, 2014, should have won. <laughs> and they, their songs on my playlist, Conchita Burst is not. 
Okay, right, brilliant. I'm glad you've just mentioned that. So, how many Eurovision songs are on your playlist, or do you uh, have? I don't, or do you no, have no, a, no. a specific Eurovision? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Eurovision is only that's the only Eurovision song I have on my playlist. I like to play day to day. Yeah, but um, I was good. When Eurovision comes on, I always try and watch it. You know, it's always good. Hard Rock Album, yeah, it was a good song. I would put, I'd put that on my playlist. Euphoria was a good track. But Rise, what about that Rise little Norwegian feet? lad who looks like um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, really, just in a waistcoat with a violin? No. Who won it? He's... Well, he's busy managing Man United now, so... <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> That's a bigger farce than anything Eurovision could throw up. We won't get on that. We won't no, get on that. no. Um, no, you... Eurovision's here to stay. I mean, and it's expanding. I think there's a lot of people... Who well, it's expanding. It's just taking in countries that aren't world. even in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World be, division. It'll just be the world song contest before long. I could see it. Kiwi's won in, obviously, now. Probably. Do they? I don't really, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I'm, I'm not spoken to anybody. Well, the Australians are in it. They probably want to come Oh, you can't action. lump them in like that. That's like that's like saying like, oh, England are doing it, so Wales are one. And if you it. don't want to compare you them to Australians, they should probably stop talking like Australians, shouldn't they? They don't. It's very, very different accent. It's very subtly different. But I can. They can't say. They can't say that he's can they? they can't say yeah. instead of saying deck, they say dick. The, I was I was thinking of um, flight of the Concords. Yeah, it's Brit and Jermaine <laughs> having a band meeting. Yeah, it's a, yeah, <laughs> Brit present. But how many how many people could actually tell the difference? Jermaine present. <laughs> Murray present. What? <laughs> Fucking love that program. <laughs> but anyway, Eurovision. Past ten years. Well, do you know if, no, if, if, if New Zealand were allowed in, I'd absolutely want them to have Flight of the Concords oh, yeah, as Actually, their yeah. entrance. Uh, I, I, I don't know what song I'd go for. Maybe Too Many Dicks on the Dance Floor. That's a good one. What? Um, or my favourite one is Sugar Lumps. And that's where they're singing about the size of their balls in different pairs of trousers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing back on the origin. Focus. Yeah. Eurovision. There is one thing that has been hilarious. I think in the last two or three years, they changed the voting system because of all the political things. They thought, what we'll do now is we'll have a judging panel so Greece don't always vote for Cyprus and that type of thing. But now the judges just vote for Cyprus if they're Greece. (laughs) (laughs) Literally nothing has changed. (laughs) The same always. And is there? And we always vote for Ireland. They never vote for us. Yeah, it's because they hate us. Yeah, right. But I like it. That that is one of the things I like as well is that we go in every year with some kind of like renewed optimism. Like this is going to be the year. We've got a really good song. We've we've really got into the spirit of Eurovision, um, and I think you know we're really going to do it. We've campaigned a bit around Europe and stuff, and you know we, things are great. But I'm not being funny. Just imagine what it's going to be like this year with Brexit. Oh my God! Oh, we could put we could put Adele in there, right? And we wouldn't. She's not very big in Macedonia, though. So that's what I'm saying. Former Yugoslav Republic. Yeah, that's true. Oh, hangs in. Always interrupting. Every time, every time we record, she can't help. She loves she loves the pod so much. Yeah. Say hello, Ang. Hi. It's been a great 10 years Eurovision. I think Eurovision's here to stay. 
And, uh, I don't think that was ever in doubt. Though. Bring on 2020. I like how you say it as if I've got, oh, I think Eurovision's hanging in the balance. Eurovision will never die. <laughs> Eurovision will never die. This is a great concept. Oh. Shrouded in controversial political. But nobody cares. Because it's just a big party. It's a massive crowd. Everyone's going crazy. I like all the like the VTs and stuff before. They show you bits of like the countries and stuff. I would rather. It's like, I don't like people going about 2012 and all that. And the great medal we had. You know, we did really well. We won all the gold medals. I'd sacrifice all that for love, one Eurovision win. <laughs> I love how actually, that's the thing. We've not even considered the 2012 Olympics when we were talking about what we were going to discuss yeah. about the last decade. But what we have considered is your favourite things about Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Britain's thing. best performance in the, in the Olympics for well, God knows how yes. long. Don't like they want to leave a legacy and all that. And that was important to them. But just on to the Olympics. One of the things that irritated me that they did was paint gold. They painted uh, letterboxes gold for the places that where yeah. gold medal winners were from. Yeah, I like that. I, I don't like it at all. I rate that. It's just that's not legacy. That's vandalism. It's brilliant. No, it's not vandalism if it's authorized. That's vandalism. Well, authorized painting of something is vandalism. Letterboxes should be red. Uh, nah. Yeah. Gold. The winners, <laughs> no. winners, red. winners post their letters. What's wrong with traditional letter boxes? You know, this country. They've not paid all of them gold. Just yeah, vandalizing these poor cities. What all they want is a red letter box. <laughs> then when you walk around, what if now, you're from? Yeah, you... but when you walk around now, how often do you see a letter box? Regularly, there's a few about. Obviously, there's a few about, but. Mm. I think, no, I think you still see the letterbox, isn't it? If I post things I down, definitely see something with gold because it's a fucking eyesore. If, if I think about when I actually go and post something now, I generally... If I lived in these communities, I would go... I'll be going... No, but I'll be like going to like a Tesco Metro or something and just chucking it in the, post, in the little post office there most of the time. Yeah. I would do that if I lived in a community with a gold letterbox just as a spike. I, I, what I, if I lived in a community that had a gold letterbox, what I would do is every day I would go and take a selfie with the letterbox and send it to you. Yeah. The biggest leg, I suppose, <laughs> the, I suppose the biggest legacy was the stadium they left behind for West Ham where you have to wear a set of binoculars to actually see the pitch. But Yeah, binoculars. And there was a thing the other day, wasn't it? Isn't it cost the UK taxpayer something like another £65 million or something. Something ridiculous it's like obscene. that. Just because they were just managing it, but just get a man. <laughs> I mean, did you see the deal that they had to go in there? It's it's like ridiculous. It's like yeah, they've absolutely they just robbed the taxpayers. It's like a pittance. They they literally they literally pay nothing. There's people are paying rent in London more than they they are paying <laughs> that stadium. It's ridiculous. But anyway, anyway, David Moyes is back there now, and he's gonna. He's, he's studied the ship yeah. and they're going to finish above Man United it's quite <laughs> that's, that, I don't think that's possible but I think I think that shows you how far United have fallen when that Portuguese fellow decided he wanted to go to West Ham over United and it's just like where are we in this world what's happened in the last 10 years so there's been a little segue there into football so I think 
Again, you know, <laughs> we've really, again, sidestepped the Olympics. Uh, we just... might come back to the Olympics uh, because, you know, that I was think... that was slightly I think a, that's a slight just... big thing. I think that just shows how dynamic the pod is. We've, we've moved seamlessly oh, yeah. from Eurovision. Eurovision into Aaron Ramsey and his kill list. This is mental. So, Aaron Ramsey, um, for those of you that aren't into football, soccer, soccer ball. Um, he's <laughs> a professional footballer, currently plays for Juventus uh, in Italy, uh, but previously played for Arsenal. Um, and he has this kind of strange sort of legacy around him. So he's, he's been a good player, he's suffered a lot from injuries and that, but he's had some real purple patches where he's been quite oh, prolific. I think he's been a brilliant player. Goals. I think he's a brilliant player. Oh yeah, no, I don't, don't even I, I, Better than Wilshire. Okay, we're not getting into that. But yeah, he has been. Is um, better than Wilshire. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Wilshire's not a footballer anymore. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's a companion yeah. in the treatment room for other people. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Aaron Ramsey and his insane legacy that he has left. So Aaron Ramsey went through... So yeah, he, he did have some... He had, he had a season, didn't he, where he was just... He was banging goals. But something that that kind of came out of that, that people noticed, was every time he scored a goal, a celebrity died. So that's not like, um, like remember in, in the film, the Robin Williams film, Hook, where it's like every time someone says, I don't believe in fairies, uh, uh, a fairy will die somewhere. This is, this is legitimate. Every time Aaron Ramsey scored a goal, <laughs> we shouldn't laugh, it's bad. We lost some great people. Yeah, but um, he did do some good work as well. What well, Aaron Ramsey? Yeah, yeah. When you say good work, what like charity work? Like no, every time no, someone died, no, you no, went no, and no, did there, there were some dictators on that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so um, we've got the first one was Andres Montes, and this was on the fourteenth of October two thousand nine. This was his first goal with Wales as well. So this wasn't even for Arsenal. Um, so he he's also oh, this guy was like a I think he was like a um, football. Uh, pundit or broadcaster so that's that's not good work but second on the list 1st of May 2011 scores against Manchester United where was you when Otama Bin Laden died I don't know I was in Liverpool on football talk I have no idea 2011 do, do you remember where you were when certain things happened then? no no and I don't don't you no I was in Liverpool when Bin Laden got. That's not really. That's not, I don't. I don't feel like that's a thing, like a landmark big, in my life. Though. Yeah, it was big news. Yeah, it was, yeah, it I suppose big, it's big news over the last ten years. No, but yeah, it was, it was big news. I'm not. But, saying that, you, but you must remember where you were when things like you know Diana Day. You must remember where you were. I was at home. Yeah, I was at home. I was away. When when the twin towers went on when you first saw it, where you were. Do you remember that? I was at home. I was in school. Um, it happened in the morning, didn't it? And then we found then. Went to school, we found, and never. I remember being on the bus. I remember watching it in school. I can't remember it I'm, I'm before remember, then. I remember seeing the. I remember um, it being DT seeing the uh, pictures. I remember being on the bus and talking about it, like, "Oh, have you heard about those planes?" Blah blah blah. But not really knowing what had gone on. Mm. And then by the time we all got home, and that by the time I got home, like we found out a bit more and that. But I met, oh, one thing that always sticks out in my mind is that obviously at, at that point, that was when they were building the new Wembley Stadium. Mm. and 
with the old Wembley Stadium, like the new one you've got the Wembley Arch, haven't you? Yeah. But in the old one you had um, the, the Wembley like towers. Yeah, the Twin Towers. The Twin Towers in Wembley, yeah. So I remember the next day we were all talking about it at school and um, my mate Timmy is coming we're talking about it and he says, uh, he says, yeah, that's pretty mental, that was, was going. I said, I got in and my mum said to me, Timmy, Timmy, have you, uh, you heard about the Twin Towers? He said, I just remember thinking, oh no, what's gone wrong with Wembley now? <laughs> <laughs> And like that was, and that, and you get that, and that shouldn't be like my outstanding kind of memory. That is, song. yeah, <laughs> that sums you up. That says a lot about you. I think it's because one of the most important a terrible thing happened, and on. instead of being sad about, it, and instead of like being like being scared and sad about it, I focused on the the kind of silly funny thing because that reconciles better in my mind, yeah. and then I don't stress out about oh, like, things that happening in the world. That's fair. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I remember that that one. I was, I was. I don't remember being on the bus talking about it on the school bus, but nothing really kind of yeah vivid or anything. And um, I don't know. I think that something out like I think in in general. Well, when Michael Jackson died, when when Michael Jackson died, actually, I was watching Newsnight. Oh, but I that was, was and that wasn't this decade. I was about to go to Cuba on holidays with Vang, and uh, to be honest. You know, in the afternoon, I like to chill for an hour before you go in the night, and my TV was just filled with stuff on Michael Jackson, which was annoying. Yeah, see, that that wasn't this decade, though, so... Yeah. Sorry, Jacko. You're out. Back to Ramsey. Yes, so, Aaron Ramsey, who else did he kill? Um, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs is on the list. Yes, he is. So, that was, so that was on the 2nd of October... 2011 so in two, he's, he's getting on a bit of a run of it in 2011 so oh, but he scored a goal against Tottenham so it's probably worth it yeah you'd agree with that yeah well, well yeah, they lost. lost still yeah. lost anyways um, Gaddafi yeah well oh so hang on so hang on that's me. mad Let me go, let's, let's go back so that, wasn't, that, was that wasn't the 2nd of October that was the 10th of February they're generally uh, American way American here. That, Gaddafi, that was 10 years ago. That's mad, nearly. Nearly 10 years yeah. ago. Absolutely mad, isn't it? So, um, he scored in the Champions League on the... Uh, yeah, and then he died. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, so he scored it. So, he scored in the um, Champions League on the 19th, and then the next day, Gaddafi, Gaddafi died. Yeah, yeah. So, is, is, there, is there a corner to say that Basically, he doesn't necessarily. They don't necessarily die the moment he scores. But no, it's within. The no, it's within the week. That's the sign. Yeah. yeah, they're all within the week of Ramsey scoring a goal. Do you think maybe there's some big conspiracy out there where it's like, look, wait for the sign, wait for the sign, and then what's happened is, and there'll, there'll be like an, an official sign. But all that's happened it's is that this has grown so much yeah. that people go like, shit, Ramsey scored. It's too, See ya. it's too convenient. There's too many people on this list for it not to mean something. Well, and so this, so this one, next one is like, something's you know, a play here. Yeah. So we've had you know a bit more sort of like political figures and things there, but then next one up you've got um since so the second of November. Uh, then is um in twenty twelve. Is hang on, they keep changing the way they're doing the dates in this, so I don't. No, you know, this forgive, the, forgive me if I'm. No, it's it's the eleventh of February. Isn't it? 
Yeah, because they keep no. mixing them around. No, it's the second of November. Yeah, it's second of November. Second. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Whitney Houston. Hours later, she died. See. I think. Would she have died if Ramsey hadn't scored that goal? That's the thing. That is that is what it was. Yeah, the eleventh of Feb. Not the. It's the eleventh of Feb. I've literally just gone on, on Wikipedia. Is it? Oh, they are changing the dates back and forth, aren't they? Fuckers. <laughs> so, Ramsey did this. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's conspired. He just scored again. See you later, boss. Yeah. Um. Chevella Vargas. Yeah. Um, They've changed the dates around this again. Yeah. So it's Mexican singer. Died at 93 years of age, though. Put him out of his misery, didn't he? <laughs> um, Bebo Valdez. Uh, that, was, that was the next one. He scored against Scotland for Wales. Uh, that was in, in 2012 as well. 2013, Jose Rafael Videla. He scored against Wigan. And the, uh, Don't really know that guy. He's an Argent- he was an imprisoned Argentine dictator. So, doing the Lord's work, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, he does have a, an appetite for dictators and tyrants. Yeah. Ex-boxer Ken Norton. Yeah, famous boxer Ken Norton. Neither yeah. a dictator nor a... T- well... He no, dictated, dictated the pace in the ring. <laughs> Very... That's tenuous. Tenuous. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 2013. I mean, don't want to speak ill of the dead, but... Paul Walker. Put me out of my misery. That, that was one of the most annoying things of the last decade. That friggin' song and that tribute to Paul Walker, See You Again. Oh my god. That, oh. that was number one oh. for like 11 weeks. I detested that song. And the video was just. Oh. Made my skin crawl. So, but in 2013, you were still watching music videos. Uh, What's wrong with you? Yeah, MTV, you know. No, mate. But yeah, Paul Walker, speeding. Uh, he wasn't driving, though, was he? He was a passenger, wasn't he? Oh. Oh, I thought he was driving. I'm. I'm not. I thought he was driving. I'm not. I'm not trying to say. I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, but I. I, I thought I he thought... was driving, and he killed this passenger. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean either way, it's you know, it's a tragedy. Uh... No, he wasn't. He was a passenger. Yeah, so I thought. Um, then, in twenty fourteen, he moved on to no. He went back to boxers again, uh, and Ruben Huracan Carter died uh, later again that year. Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. He scored, he scored against Manchester City. Tragic. He lost uh, Robin Williams. That's sad. Um, do you know what, um, Mrs. Doubtfire was on uh, the weekend. Oh. And I sort of know, because it's, it's on all the time and stuff, but he was so good. He was so funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's the best. And, that, and that's what's so tragic about him as well. What's his best film? Well, are you asking me out of, like, critically what is his best film or I'm asking you what, is, what is my favourite film yeah what's your what do you think he's best in people need to know about I don't know I think I love 
hook because it was just a film that I like as it's a great kid, film. Yeah, as as a kid, that was just amazing. I thought I thought it was. It is a great film. It was awesome. Um, but is it his best role? No. Um, people probably say some people probably say things like Dead Poet Society, but I don't think I've actually seen that because I was quite young when that one was out. Um, I saw. I saw really. Do you know what? I saw one that was, it was a good film. I saw this when I was older and it was like a seri- more serious one. Um, and it's a 24-hour photo. Ooh, yeah, it's good. Huh? He's, like a, he's like a psycho yeah. stalker guy, isn't he? Yeah, That's yeah. Good. That he, was, he's got blonde hair in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was good. That, that was real good. Um, but also Birdcage. I remember absolutely loving that. Watching that, my whole family. I remember, I remember I sitting seen down that. with my family watching that. Whereas I think he is he, so he plays a gay guy in it. I think he's a drag artist as well. Nathan Lane's in it. They have the club called the Birdcage, and I can't, I think I've probably only seen it once. Mm. But I remember really like we thought it was hilarious, and I think the reason why I like it and loved it so much was because that's like one one time I remember. Like oh, me, and, me and my family that. all sitting down, yeah, yeah. watching a film, all just absolutely like in stitches all the way like, through it and stuff. Twin Towers. So you remember that? You don't remember the Twin Towers? No, because I remember good things. Yeah, that's true. I don't like to remember. You're positive man. You're positive man. Well, I, don't, I don't like to remember bad things. Uh, what else you got? Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Goodwill Hunting's my personal favorite. Patch Adams. Good film. Goodwill Hunting as hard look past that. Yeah, I don't think that's one I've seen. You haven't seen Goodwill Hunting? No, because I'm a bit This is a travesty. So I'm a bit I'm a bit shit with You need to if watch there's it. films Right. So if there's if if I Homework for the pod. If I miss a film Homework and I don't watch it around the time that it's popular. Like homework it for the pod. Out. Homework for the pod. You need to watch Goodwill go Hunting. This is your homework. Don't say that you haven't got time because I know you got time. You can watch Goodwill Hunting and we'll review on the next pod. That sounds like a boring pod. It's going to be a great pod. Re- watch it. Why would that be a great pod reviewing Just... a film that's like 20 years old? Because <laughs> it's a good film. Watch it. Oh, let's review Mary Poppins then. Happily. Brilliant film. Fuck off. <laughs> um... uh, just quickly as well. I was, I actually had a, I got given a ticket to the game that Ramsey scored to kill uh, Paul Walker. Right, okay, I'll just need to stop you right there. Okay? Aaron Ramsey is not entering into these games going, right, today I am. I have to score this goal so I can kill this person. <laughs> I need, Again. I need that to be out there. What's your evidence? Because... <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. Hmm. He picks names out of you're a hat. Just, you're just accusing him. Oh, yeah. You're besmirching him. Him and Flamini. Flamini's... You're besmirching him. But yeah, I was actually... Flamini's out there saving the world, mate. Do you know what was actually more annoying about the... You know, obviously Paul Walker getting killed is tragic, but there was a bigger tragedy that day. Ramsey scored two goals against Cardiff and the Cardiff fans applauded him. One of their own. It was disgusting. One of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in a football stadium. No. You can't. You can't. You can't applaud someone scoring against you. I think. I think the issue I would have there is that 
he didn't actually play for them for a really, really long no. time. Because Arsenal bought him young. Yeah, very young. And he went back after his leg break to get games and stuff, didn't he? To yeah. know, build his confidence back up. But again, he was only there for like three months. Yeah. So that's I thought it, I thought it was odd. I was just. I, was I would agree with odd, but not. Not tragic. The most tragedy. disgusting thing I've seen. Tragedy. But that, 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 that was that, that so, was same level tragedy as the 2014 Eurovision Song Contest. So now I don't I don't want to, kind of just keep going just yeah. stay on this for too long. But other other people there was um, Eduardo. Galliano and Gunter Grass. David that. Bowie. That was tragic. David Bowie. Um, Alan Rickman. Not long after that. Nancy Reagan. Uh, she was getting on a bit more, wasn't she? Nicky Hayden and Roger Moore. Oh, Roger Moore. So there's a I few there where, he's, Moore, he's, yeah, where he's, he's, he's done doubles. Yeah. Um, and Greg Ullman and Manuel Noriega. So at what point does it stop being a coincidence? <laughs> I think... Uh, and uh, Noriega was also a dictator again, so... Well, yeah, like we said, you know, he's, he's, done, he's done some good work. He's done some good, I think Bowie was tragic. Yeah, there is obviously one set where, where people around the world would be devastated. More recently as well, Keith Flint. Was that... No. Yeah. Yeah. Just continues and continues. Keith Flint is on the list. And so this, so in this article I've got here, it says, what does Ramsey say about this? So this was a statement reviewed by the newspaper El Mundo. Uh, he said, several people have told me about these stories, but I've not scored so many goals. I've not scored so many goals either. Recently, I've written down a few, after which nobody's died. Thank God. There's, they've missed a few on this list as well, because here we go, look. Uh, Ramsey also scored before the death of Sir Bruce Forsyth last year straight from the Arsenal star against AC Milan then saw comedian Sir Ken Dodd and genius scientistic scientistic is that the word? scientistic Stephen Hawking died in the same week Ramsey also scored the day before darts legend Eric Bristow died in April so this is this goes deeper even than that article he just doesn't he, he's, he, doesn't, he can't stop <laughs> Are you saying that you think Aaron Ramsey could be the the biggest serial killer of the last decade? I think it's likely. <laughs> if he's I'm going for that. that. Uh, and, you know. I'm not having it. I'm not having that he's part of it, Boz. No, I'm not. You know, right? I think, I think hey. people are trying to besmirch his good name. Uh, no, hey, he's an animal lover. No, no one loves Ramsey more than me, especially when he's playing for Wales. Outstanding servant. Uh, oh yeah that was in the last 10 years as well Wales of the Euros amazing times Al Robson Kanu and his Cruyff turn just, just glorious I have, I have to say just glorious Al Robson Kanu is probably <laughs> the most annoying thing about Wales being at the Euros You need, need to back up. Well, just because we heard, ah, oh, he's fantastic. What a player. He's shit. That was an outstanding goal. Actually, he's had a bit of a renaissance this season. He's been very good. Who for? West Brom. In what division? Championship. Exactly. Yeah, but he's doing well. And hey. then when he comes up, to, but when he comes up to the Prem, what will he do? 
No one ever said he's a, a world beater. I was going to say a wife beater. <laughs> no, one, no one said that either. No one, ever, no, no one ever said he's a world beater. You must, you've got to admit though, that goal against Belgium in the uh, quarterfinal of the uh, Yeah, but anyone Euros, can score one good goal. Not that good. You can score one good goal. Nah, that doesn't mean... That, that, doesn't that mean, is an what about, what about that lad who scored against Everton for Liverpool the other night? Was he 17 years Yeah, but that weren't on? on the same level. It wasn't on the same... Shut up. Cruyff turned in the box. Swatted past Thibaut Courtois. My point, my point is... is that anyone Courtois can, when he was any, good. Anyone can score one unbelievable goal. Yeah, but... about um, maybe for like Brighton that. the other week? Did that stunning overhead kick to equalise with Chelsea? He's never going to score another goal. Oh, like I have an issue with that. That overhead kick. So it went really slowly, didn't it? Wasn't me or did it just go really slowly? Boss, I think you were watching the replay. Where no, I wasn't. No, really no. Did, 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 no, I thought it went quite slowly into the net. Um, I think he. I caught, don't think he called it cleanly, did he? So this is the thing about overhead kicks in general is that most of we all go yeah because we all appreciate the athleticism and everything that goes into it. Yeah. But. Most of the time, the contact is poor. Like, Ru- like Rooney's, Rooney's a best <laughs> It's a shinner, isn't it? It's a shinner. It's like, it looks amazing, doesn't it? You see it on TV, like, wow. wow and then, and then you look at the clothes, man. It doesn't, it doesn't go nowhere near his foot. Absolutely. In fact, it's more impressive than he managed to kick it in off his shin. Because <laughs> it, it flies in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's not get too bogged down in, 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 in the old football. So... I know, he's saying that after we've been talking about Aaron Ramsey killing everybody. So, that's a, so that, yeah, that was, that was a weird thing through... Uh, I wonder if he'll continue now he's going to maybe start working for the mob now he's in Italy. Doing hits for the mob. Maybe he's always been doing hits for the mob. Maybe that's what got him his move. Maybe what? That's what got him his move. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said moop. I was thinking, move. what's a moop? Okay, right. I've, I've had enough of talking about him now. Um, what about a little craze that swept the playgrounds of Britain and not just the playgrounds, you know, kids everywhere walking around with fidget spinners. See, I like fidget spinners. I could see you as being an adult who had a fidget spinner. I never had one, but if I, if I saw one, I'd pick it up and mess about with it. Did you? Did you? Um, they were. They were. Were they for autistic children? I believe that's what I heard. Yeah, initially it was like because they had their things called fidget cubes as well that had like other little things on there. Okay, so like a little light switch. Sure, fidget little, cube. Phoebe's got one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I heard that they were for for um, autistic kids or kids with learning difficulties and that to help them. I think to help them kind of concentrate in class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can keep the, you know, that keeps their mind kind of from wandering too far away from, from the work they were doing and stuff, I guess. As with most subjects that we even try to broach, I only know a little bit about yeah. it, not <laughs> no, any detail you sound, whatsoever. You sound like a specialist. When you go on about these things, you do sound like a specialist. <laughs> I mean, sound a bit special in my life. I, I know you, I'm not a clue what you're talking about, but <laughs> I think. A lot of people would. Uh... I don't think yeah. so. 
so oh, okay. we were just one of the things I liked about this was so um, Phoebe had she she had a, she had um, one or two she had a couple of fidget spinners and and it's one of those things like they appear everyone's got them and they're all like you can get them from like the mobile phone shop suddenly they all you know all those little mobile phone stores yeah. they all start they sell all the covers and that but suddenly they've got loads of fidget spinners in all different colours and that or you've got like the bloke who walks downtown selling stuff out of a briefcase or whatever he's got loads of fidget spinners no they were good as well I did like them so they were they, they were everywhere but um, <laughs> the thing that I liked the most was that um, just to really jump on the bandwagon somebody made a fidget spinner app what? You just <laughs> or on your phone or something. So just yeah, and you just spin it. You can't do anything. That, you just that's, spin it. That's ridiculous. Phoebe had it. Absolutely loved it. What? She had the fidget spinner and she'd be spinning it, but she couldn't do any because <sighs> people would do tricks with them and stuff as well, wouldn't they? So like spinning it and like moving it from finger to finger and would they? Yeah, it's just like like when yo-yos were a thing, people coming up with all their yeah. Yo-yos are cooler than fidget spinners, aren't they? Oh. I don't know, mate. I mean, what is the ultimate cool hand-based toy? Uh, would it be a finger skateboard, perhaps? Funny you should say <laughs> oh, here that. We go. Here we go. <laughs> there it is, there, isn't it? Funny <laughs> you should say that. So here he is, a grown man. Oh, my nephew left one up there. 31 years of age. A tech deck, apparently. He's got himself a finger skateboard. Blames uh, it on his nephew. You can't even do all these with it. Or... It's really his own one. Were you, were you a bit of a skateboarder as a, uh, no. as a lad? Are you sure? Because you had the emo hair and stuff. Yeah, I was never a skateboarder. Not my thing. No? No, I was never into that. If you're not you, know, coordination. You, were a sna- you, were, you were definitely a skateboarder, surely. No way. No, not me. I thought it was... Uh... Hang on. <laughs> Why? Why would I surely be a skateboarder? Because you had... Uh, you had the suit jeans. That's nothing to do with skateboarding. I think it is. That was me thinking I was a rapper. Yeah, rapper, skateboarder. Nah. They're not too far apart. Miles apart. Mm, I don't know. Did you wear... What else did you wear with it? Did you have a chain on your jeans? No, never, ever <laughs> have a chain on my jeans. I never owned a, a chain. They own people's wallets, were not they? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Not... Yeah, that, ne- I've, never I've, a thing for me. It's very rare. I've had a wallet in my time, so... Never a thing for me. Also, not of this decade, so shut the fuck up. I do need a wallet. <laughs> Sick of losing cards. Um, I, I only take a wallet. I I use a wallet day to day, but if if I'm going like on a night out, I don't take a wallet. Doing a Jamie Carragher special. He always keeps his cards in that just in his pocket. Yeah, so do I. I think it. I think I remember seeing an interview, and he was he said about that someone kind of said. Oh, is it true you don't need a wallet in that? And he's like, well, no, I think I'm, I'm just. I, I mean, know, I don't know if it's a thing that's exclusively is, to Carragher or if it's a Scouse thing. I don't know. His finest moment of the decade was gobbing on a girl. Oh, yeah! Remember that? Yeah, God, that was bad, wasn't it? Yeah. They were annoying in mind. Yeah, but, but he's on go, a motorway. Yeah, you can't She was like 14 people. years old. But also, I, I, just the sheer amount of. Of spit was unreal. I think he spat a drink at him, didn't he? Or did he not? I don't know. 
Maybe but can... he's travelling at pace. Maybe you can tell us. <laughs> Sounds like you're analysing it now. <laughs> at that pace, anybody yeah. would go down. If we could just slow <laughs> this down. Guys, I know this is a podcast, so, but in the room we've got a 3D uh, a... printed. <laughs> easily, easily <laughs> one of the most annoying yeah. cliches in football is uh, when you're travelling at that pace, only a slight touch is all you need to go down. <laughs> like, fuck, no way, no way. When you're travelling at that pace, uh, your mouth produces... Unreasonable amounts of yeah. saliva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so that was bad. So, ex Liverpool footballer Jamie Carragher spat at a 14 year old girl she, who was giving him a little bit of stick about Liverpool losing yeah. to United, I think, wasn't it? It was losing to United, yeah. 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 Uh, Sky suspended him. But then took him back. As Sky do. Because, <laughs> yeah, the only people they've not done that with are Keys and Grey. <laughs> yeah. And they just needed a point because they were all plus. They were, but they, they kind of descended into just like parodies of themselves oh, as well. Just dinosaurs, were they? Yeah, and the things that they like, the things they were saying, like they sh- you shouldn't be saying that in a workplace oh. or anything at all, or, or be saying that to people. But like it was, just, oh, it's cringe. Because I think I saw the because the, there's the clip, isn't there? And like yeah. you can see, and like keys just like sat around like. Yeah, like the big dog, and he and even Red, Redknapp's cringing. Isn't he? Yeah, you can yeah. see Redknapp looking at him like, oh no, like I, d- I don't want to be. Oh god, yeah, it's just banter. That was under the great. Uh... So what I love now is that he comes out. Anything that he says on Twitter, yeah, he he'll be like, oh, VAR is ruining the game. First comment, just banter. <laughs> <laughs> Second comment, banter. <laughs> Everything related to it, it's just banter. <laughs> no, that is it's funny. amazing. Um, but yeah. Was I, I in this decade or? They've been gone over 10 years, have they? I don't even know. We've, we've um, done next to no research on any of these things. <laughs> I'll let you look that one up. Um, but yeah, so what other things have, have happened over this... Uh, that we're still, we're still sort of loosely football related that we're talking about at the moment. Um, I think I saw today is the 10-year anniversary of um, the African Cup of Nations where the Togo team bus got attacked. Oh, it was shot up, wasn't it? Shot up and that, yeah. yeah. And the way um, always on the bus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And everywhere today I've just seen loads like the pictures. There's, there's that kind of like quite fairly famous sort of picture of of him just like he's in his Togo like training kit and stuff and you can see other people around him and you can just see like the look on his face of just sheer like terror and disbelief that he can't believe like what's just happened yeah it was I, but then they got then they didn't they get a lot of grief afterwards for like they're like yeah for not think, for not wanting to play yeah I don't even want to play and they're like oh you're unbelievable just got shot yeah, up the Sri Lankan cricket has got on with it I do kind of agree though Oh, if I was a club, I'd call him back, anyway. Would you? Would, yeah. If I was well, Arsenal, I would call Adebayo back straight away. Would you? Would he's, you? He's on money. But just like finances and everything aside. I used to like the Adebayo song as well. You've just been shot at. Yeah. And then someone goes, "Right, boss, go play football." Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. I mean, fair play to Adebayo for actually turning up for Togo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, to be fair, there's a bit of respect for. Um, other things that have happened then so we've had hold on a minute how long have we been talking Oof. 
Pipes, 51. Andy Gray was actually sacked in 2011, so yeah, it absolutely was. Boom. In this decade. So. See you later. See you later. Keys and Gray. Keys and Gray. Fire away, you bastard. Boss, over the last decade, we've seen a massive boom in social media. Now, it didn't obviously start in 2010. You've had Facebook and all of that around. Uh, since since before then, I think was it Twitter started in two thousand and nine or something like that. So, or maybe 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 earlier than that, but I think definitely I kind of became aware of it around that sort of time. Um, but something's been bugging you about this whole rise, the rise in social media influencers. Yeah, there we go. Let's just get to it. Influencers. What's the point? It's just pointless. So what? Influences. What is it? What is it about them that what annoys the, you so much? It's fucking stupid. If your concept is stupid, why? All right. So what? So, so right. tell me what you think the concept of an influencer is. Well, basically, well, yeah. What is the concept? What do they do? They post pictures of themselves, and apparently that influences people to do certain things. Is that fair? Um, to buy certain things. I think, no, like, I think you're, I, I think you might miss the point of what... What is an influencer? Do. Explain me what an influencer, because I, I can't get it. It's about, I think with, with influence, with the, the whole influencer thing, it's about selling an aspirational lifestyle, okay? So it's been, so it's people who, it's, it, I think in, in a way it's kind of playing into that whole thing of, you know, there's quite a, a, a big thing at the moment in the social divide of kind of like the haves and the have-nots type thing. Yeah. And the influence kind of are, influencers are kind of occupying a space where they're kind of projecting this image of a glamorous lifestyle no, and, no, no, and promoting things to people who... These fuckers don't live in the real world. But the thing is that most of the things that these people do aren't really real. No, exactly. This so is, like, this is looks, what I'm about. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not real. It's all in a way. It's kind of all part, falls under that kind of whole reality TV kind of thing. Like the Kardashians over the last oh. few years have become. Oh. They're absolutely huge, and they're billionaires. Well, yeah. Ken, Kendall is the obscene. Is was it the the youngest self-made billionaire? They they say. I mean, you could argue. These people. Are, I think yeah. that that over the last ten years, it's like people are literally have no talent. But, okay, but who, de- who defines, like, what, what the talent is? Because you can, you could say that, you know, say for, take, like, um, not Kendall Jenner, Kylie Jenner, for instance. She is, is, is her talent singing? No. Is it acting? No. Is she, um, like, an athlete? No. But is that... The, the limit of, of no, what being talented is no, like I'm she's and I'm, I'm not I'm not like a massive um, Kylie Jenner advocate so I'm, like I'm just saying like, you know is 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 I just think so is it, she's she's spotted a, a gap in she's spotted yeah. a, a place in the market where I can't think of anything people want to be worse. like her and she I can't think of anything worse than little, watching the fucking Kardashians it's not for you it never will be for me I, I just think it's sad that all this is it's like it's just sad it's not for you. Not a, you're, you are absolutely not their, their demographic. I'll tell you what, I saw a fucking... Um, I'm swearing because it's pissing me off. There was literally a programme on fucking ITV the other day. The ballroom dancer and the boxer. This fucking that Curtis and Tommy Fury. 
corner and be able to jerk at each other off. Fucking... Okay, so uh, I cut about 15 minutes out from here. Uh, it got very serious, uh, and the crux of it was that Boz doesn't like influencers and uh, what they stand for. Uh, I'm, I'm very much Switzerland on this subject. I don't, I don't really care. Um, but I do like to poke the bear, or, or otter, in, in Boz's case. Um, now, we'll jump back into the conversation a bit later on, but I will warn you, um, the C-bomb is dropped a few times in quick succession, and then we're back to normal, so, sort of. It's a new year. And we should use this year to make Boz an influencer. I can't be an influencer. I can do it. It's the worst. I ain't doing it. That's the worst. I ain't got. They're just a bunch of cats. Just All of them. Anybody who by follows the, By them. the end of this year, I just just you to be like, look, I've got these ads. This money's coming in by fucking ah, myself. It's because it. like just live and let live. Do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. But they are though. That's that's the argument. That, it's not though, the argument there would be that well, they are doing what they want to do. They're going. They're. They're going yeah, they're on holiday, taking a right. load of photos of themselves yeah, and but, making money off it. But they're in a. Was it? Are they? Are they? Was it? Are they a lot less stressed what? than we are? Nah, it's because they're not doing. What do they say in Spider Man? What's the quote? Is this Spider Man? What of great power become, comes uh, great responsibility? Exactly. What responsibility do you feel they have then to to actually like? I, no, I just think, like I said, I don't see. I don't see anything good they bring to the table. I think they're a bunch of cunts. Simple as that. That is my that is my pretty poor critique on it. <laughs> but I just hate the influencers. I don't think they bring anything decent to the table. I fucking despise them. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we talked about this because they it's... they put it out there that there's a fucking certain way to be whether it's for fat people for thin people for fucking ah <sighs> oh, for fucking Martians whatever it's for they just fucking scourge on the earth. I'm I'm, and, I'm glad we talked about this because it's not been funny in the slightest. No, it hasn't been funny and, in the slightest. Uh, and you've dropped about five C bombs, yeah. so it's probably all gonna have to come out. It is my fault. <laughs> I influencers. Football influencers are the worst. Yeah, tell me about football influencers then, because I, right. I think there's a cause, cause right because I, I watch I this, I follow a this lot is of like, Arsenal fans and stuff on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, but that's all specifically Arsenal, so I don't really go outside that other than football, football ramble. So that's about it. there's these football in, so there's a program on Sky Sports News called Transfer Talk, yeah. and it's just horrendous. It's just horrendous. They like. They, they, they talk about players and they talk about the psyche behind the player why you would think you would do certain things I think they were talking about Adam or Luckman and all that and they're like oh well maybe he's been into Germany enough to years they spent 20 million on him they were saying oh he loves going in places learning new cultures learning about different people learning new skills so maybe another move might be on a card if I yeah was so him, move I, to Newcastle yeah, yeah like if, I, if I was him maybe I would be thinking about it. and these people have never played football in life so they, they just they just like and Sky Sports News brand them as football influencers now as well. They call oh, them football. Right. And they've never played the game. It's a, it's literally, right, every conversation in a pub yeah, between normal people and they've put it on TV and, and the, I mean, the, built it up. So I've, I've not... I've not seen any of these guys on on this Sky Sports News. But I know there's, there's a video there's a video doing God. doing the rounds um, and I've I've not actually watched it. I've only seen the oh, still. It's about with Tong and then the, yeah, the Spurs. It, uh, but he stood. There, oh. He not stood there in a Spurs tracksuit. Oh. And I get he's a fan. I get he's a fan. But no. I don't. Know, if you're going on as a football a football again, right? That, 
Is that part of the brand that you have oh, to no. wear your, like, your, your kit, your team's this thing, right? tracksuit? Like, if fans want to do this for fans, I get that, right? Yeah. My bigger issue probably is more with Sky giving them a platform. If, if they want to do their own, like, Arsenal fan TV, right? It's fucking dreadful. They don't want, it's, it's toxic, right? I don't, it's, I don't even think it's that... I personally, now, the way I view it is I don't watch it. Because no, I don't like any scene. I don't like, yeah, I don't like any of the it. things they say on it. But no. you know, if they want to do that, but yeah, fine. Yeah, but it's not. But the way I look at it is, it's not for Arsenal fans. That's I will. For, I that's will. For other fans to watch. Yeah, and have a yeah. But I will say, I think our Robbie's full of shit, mind the one that does it. Apparently, he's a Luton fan. <laughs> really, he's full of shit though, because he's got a he's got a vested interest in making sure people are wound up and annoyed because that's how he makes money off it. Well, it's, it's like Jeremy Kyle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. But, look, if you want to do their own thing for that, right, and what they, they just, all they are is fans talking about their club. They don't dress up as anything differently, right? Yeah. This fucking thing on Sky Sports, this JD Dyer, he's, he's probably the worst. Is he the guy, the, the Spurs guy? No, no, he's he... a different guy, he's a different guy. But he's probably the worst guy, right? They all sit around a the table, they're like a panel, right? And they're talking through the transfer, and they're talking through the psyche of the player, why you might be thinking about a certain move. They were talking about that um, Fernandez the other day. They were going about, yeah, he's got three or four friends that I know of in the West Ham Academy. And I'm like, fuck off, mate. You don't know, you don't know who this guy is. You don't know any of his mates in the West Ham Academy. You just got a fucking Instagram account on Sky. Who does he follow? It's, li- yeah, it's literally <laughs> like they make a shit as they go along and they talk about it. Like, there's some kind of expert. It's like... I mean, Stephen Warnock's bad on Sky News, but these these guys are just... They just make it as they go along. They're, it is literally a pub a pub conversation taken on the Sky, uh, but they, they don't just... Do you know, like uh, me or you say we have Conzi or Rand or whatever, Mills, with whoever, talking to them, we say, oh, uh, Morelos would be good at Leeds. Yeah. We don't go, oh, Morelos would love Leeds... He loves his Yorkshire puddings. Oh, he'd be down there every weekend. He does he'd love fit right into the city. No, but the thing is, though... He's got a good Colombian... Yeah, good, good, but good Colombian but what, what you don't realise, though, is that I've got on good authority that Morales has four Yorkshire puddings with yeah. his Sunday roast. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's but absolutely they, they talk like Why that. wouldn't you want to go to the home of Yorkshire like puddings? That, they talk like that. And, but what they do then, right? They, like, all... Um, they, they're talking about bail going to China. Yeah. So the influencers go back and forth to each other, right? They, they, they know nothing, right? Why would you so, want to go to China? Yeah. Money? So, no, yeah, because, so they, says, because they're not spending the money anymore. So, been bad. Yeah, so one of them will go... Next. Like, um, one of them goes, oh, Bale will be wasting his time going to China. Uh, China's not up to the standard of Bale and all that. Um, he'd only be going for the money, which, you know, fair enough. Right? But then this other guy comes on, this influencer, he's like, yeah, the Chinese league ain't what it used to be. It's got brilliant players and I want to help. Oscar, you know, it starts going through, you know, uh, whoever, John Obi McHale, if he's out there these days, I don't know where No, he, he came back. Oh, did he come back? He came back, he was at Borough, like, last I heard, oh, like, last season, Christ. yeah. Well, yeah, he's going through it, and he's like, shut up, man, just shut up, everyone, there's no justification. You've, you've gone on to Football Manager. Yeah. <laughs> you've had a little look. Yeah, exactly, it's like, you don't have to justify, everyone knows what the Chinese league is, it's that, it's, and he, he, he's arguing with the other influencers, saying, oh, yeah. The Chinese league is this now, it's that. And he's like, fuck off. It's still, it's still poor. Just say what it is like. I think, okay, so. He'd fit right in with his team because they play this band. You never watch Chinese football. You so, to, to play devil's advocate, your gripe with football influences 
is that it is just they're basically just having a conversation that we'd have at the pub. And, oh, but, but it's and the, another thing that's worse that they do is they talk like they understand. So it's the way they talk. Yeah, because and, because what I would say is they understand the psyche so, of a player's move and all the rest of it. Like the, why a player would want to do something. Like Luckman learning about new people and new skills. Like what a little bollocks. So so my question would be, he's learned German. What, so he wants to learn Geordie. What do you think this is? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? This this podcast. It's just a conversation between me and you. <laughs> just a conversation that we would have at the pub. Yeah, granted, we're not scared. Not yet. We're not. Huh. This is just that some conversation in my kitchen. Yeah, but you know, a couple of years down the line, this could be me and you in a Sky Studio, and, not a football hey, one. Uh, uh, and if it is, I'll eat my words. But <laughs> at this moment in time, right? Think, hang on though, stop. Think about this, right? I certainly won't be talking about, think about Adam Ola Luckman's psyche. No, because we don't, we don't, we try not to get too much into detail on football as much as we love it. We would be, imagine they've gone, oh yeah, the next Sky News, you want to do a bit on uh, just, I don't know, stuff that goes on in Wales. <laughs> it talks about stuff that goes on in Wales. Ah, they do a lot of that on Postmaster's Penny Arcade. Let's get these guys oh, on. I'm an, you know. So hang on, I'm question. Welsh. So, so question. I'm the authority. Right, we're on, we're on, we're going on Sky News, not Sky Sports News, we're on Sky News, we're doing this section. Um, are you, are you going suited? Or are you going like smart casual? Ah, oh, suit. Suit, so, or yeah. would you, or. Sky or, News. Yeah. Yeah, suit. Suit, okay. What, what colour suit? I, and to be honest, I would be heroic and wear the suit more than once the same as um Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix oh, yeah oh my god I have an absolute hero yeah. and wear the suit twice at least so because the thing is I'm an absolute bastard and what I do is I wear suits made out of um uh, non-recyclable plastic and I wear them once and then I just throw them in the well, sea Joaquin would <laughs> I just I just throw them in the sea Wacky will be furious with you. I mean, what an absolute <laughs> act of heroism to wear a tux more than once. What? This Not is just a, more than once. For the, for the whole awards like what, season. Yeah, it's like, it's like what Gervais said. Yeah. It's like these fuckers, they haven't got a clue over here. They're just fucking hell. Like, how can you get praised to wearing a suit more than once? What's, what's going on about that? Well, like, well um, rapper Fat Joe. Yeah. Not familiar, but continue. Uh, he did... Lean back. Lean back. I can, I can honestly say, continuing to be... Sounded, did you not... That was exactly like the song. What I did there, that should have been... Do you, do you teach him how to dress? Uh, he taught me. Um, so, I remember watching MTV Cribs. Not, oh. in, this, not in this decade, though. And he... He... Um, his whole thing was he went into this room and it was just full of boxes, Nike boxes, um, all with Air Force Ones in, white Air Force Ones, completely white, uh, and he wears them once and then never wears them again. That's ridiculous. On that, I just want to make sure every listener takes 10 minutes of their day to watch the greatest MTV Cribs of all time, Lewis Bowmorty. You've told me, I think you've mentioned this to me before, but I I don't think I've then gone and watched it. Oh, you need to watch it. Superb. 
you could be on a modest income, you've probably got a better house. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch Lewis Bowmore. I don't know if it's Bowmore, isn't that when he goes like, oh, like come into the cinema room, it's just a converted garage. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what. And he's got a few DVDs on the floor. Yeah. Uh, you want to see his back garden. His back garden is tiny as well as class. Uh, yeah, Lewis Bowmore on Cribs. Anyone who hasn't seen it, check it out. It yeah, is it superb. Um, you mentioning that has made me think about something which, to be honest, has probably been my absolute favourite thing uh, of, of this decade uh, to watch, uh, which was on last Christmas, and it was the documentary on the oh. 90s, 80s, 90s boy band Bros, um, called After the Screaming Stops. Tremendous. Which, before we go on, that is... The rapiest sounding title for anything. I, I will, however, I will go as far to say as that is the greatest, at least music documentary of all time. Oh, it's it's got everything. Like you've got the you've got the the whole like um, the two obviously like the rise and fall of the band and stuff. There's a bit of tragedy in there, but also. The Goss brothers are, they're on another planet. Yeah. They are on another planet. That's one, of, I think that's one of those programs that I think, if I had to recommend them from the last 10 years, people watch, that would be up there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so last Christmas, it was on last Christmas, it was on uh, on the BBC, I'm sure it might to be on iPlayer or something. I still got it downloaded, I think I keep it on Keep. Like. That'd be nice. I think so. Good. I'll just watch the clips on YouTube now. Yeah. Um, I've got that saved in my videos. It's so it's so quotable. Um, one of the things. So I think it was it was Luke Goss. He's he's on the beach in California, and they're talking about um, them getting back together for this reunion tour, and he just says, "Well, I'm a London boy." Embankment, Big Ben, black taxis. And that's it. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's okay. true. That's true. Um, or, or <laughs> they go back to their childhood home and they say, oh, do, you, do you remember, Magazine, do you remember that, that time we, uh, we, had, we got a dart for Christmas? Not a dart board, not just one dart, just one, <laughs> one single dart. What, what did we used to do? Oh, we used to come out here and just throw it up in the air. And then what were we doing? Oh, just see where it landed, like try and dodge it. And one time, Luke threw it up in the air. And what happened? Landed in my head. <laughs> what, what, did, what did we do? Just went into Grandad. And he, what did he do? He just pulled it out. And then what did we do? We just went out and did it again. <laughs> oh, well, and, and at Luke. the same time as well, um, Matt Goss, who I think is probably the most deluded out of the two. Which one's Matt? Matt is the, the King's one. The drummer The Vegas one. He's the Vegas singer. He's the singer. Yeah, he's, he's the maddest one. He's yeah, the yeah. most deluded. And he, um, he then went on to this, this thing about like, um, oh, we used to play Conkers. And do you know what? That's do you know hilarious. The, do you know the Conkers what? is hilarious. Do you know what? The, the, the biggest thing nowadays is kids can't play Conkers at school. Do you, anyway, then Luke's one, what? Do you, do you know that kids can't play Conkers at school anymore? And you went, no. Yeah, look, 
I'll tell you what now, we should start a campaign to let kids play Conkers at school. You should bring that campaign. <laughs> but then you just see Luke go, well, oh, I can live without it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think, I, I think he's got a point. There's times when you're watching it and you're just like... I, I think he's got a point. But there's, but there's times when I'm watching it and I'm just like, has Gervais written this? It's, <laughs> I think everyone needs to watch it. Yeah. I, I would strongly recommend that everybody watches it. So, and, it and it's Bross after the screaming stops. Now, the, the, last, the last little like, quote I want to give you is... Definitely, this has got to be our... I, think, I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying this is our favourite. So, oh, go on then. I've got two favourites. So, they're talking to Matt Goss. So, he's got a residency in Vegas. He lives in Vegas. Um, and he's talking about uh, his new music and songs that he's he's written. And he says, uh, so I've, um, I've got this song uh, called We Are Kings. <laughs> and it's about, um, you know, about all, 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 all my friends or men you know we are we're all kings so uh if i if i see a man uh sweeping the street that man's a king to me because i'm grateful that i don't have to sweep the street i think uh, <laughs> what do you say there? there's, there's, there's a few quotes so, uh, <laughs> there's also this this is one of my favorites i think the letters H-O-M-E are important because they personify the word home. <laughs> oh, I made a conscious decision not to be superstitious because I'm still yeah. wonder. <laughs> oh, I don't allow arguments yeah. in this house. If you want to argue, you've got to leave. <laughs> oh, what's the one, the one about breaking stuff? Oh, was it? Oh, was it? So, you know, once bitten, twice shy. 20 times bitten. 20. A, a little shy. A little shy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's where he's like, um, oh, anyone can do what they want in this in, in my house. If they break something, that's fine. It's like, as long as you replace it. Yeah, you got to fix it. Yeah, but don't go mental. <laughs> it's just like, he's just, ah, oh, it is. It's... Was it? I have a rule in my house, you break it, you I fix see. it. But you can break anything you want. <laughs> 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 oh god they just yeah uh, anybody and everybody should watch it yeah great documentary absolutely and and I think the great thing about it is it's like it ends like like on a high like yeah they've done the they've done the, they've done the gig but they I think they because like it's, I remember they still I mean, have a lot of fans and stuff. I was quite surprised. They still have a bit yeah, of following. Yeah. They were selling at Wembley Arena, which is quite impressive. <laughs> Hang on, I just thought of one more bit. So Matt's coming back from Vegas to the UK, um, and he's walking down, being filmed, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I always fly British Airways. Uh, no, they're always like, really great with me. Uh, they're fantastic, really, really great." And he gets the door <laughs> to walk on. And they go, "We're not ready yet." <laughs> and he just turns around and goes, "They're not ready yet." <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's, it's, it is just, it, it gave me, it's given me so much joy. <laughs> they, yeah, they're great. I, just just quickly as well, uh, there's going to be some social media coming out. Uh, Baz is also doing some, 
motivational speaking through the medium <laughs> uh, of, uh, of a Spanish football manager. So um, uh, no, I don't think that's really for for keep your eyes sealed. Or as you know, motivational talks uh, through the medium of a Spanish football manager. Yeah. I feel like there's, I feel like I should give a little bit of context to this. Um, the people want the content. <laughs> the people need it. They don't need it. I was. I, I realised when I was leaving the house to go to work uh, yesterday that I was basically wearing the um, Pep Guardiola, Mikel Arteta kind of uh, get up, get up, <laughs> for, yeah, match day outfit. So I was there in my trousers, my shoes. Nice shirt with a V-neck jumper on, smart, and a, and a puffer jacket. <laughs> smart. <laughs> uh, so, so took it upon myself to deliver some some uh, motivational messages to uh, to some of the boys in the, in our group chat. So, um, hey, the people need to see this. The no, it's yeah. not a good Spanish accent. <laughs> I think it's all right. There's worse accents. I think I, I think I've captured Pep though, definitely. <laughs> I think you've captured the essence of Pep. Yeah, because it's all about passion. <laughs> Doing with passion. See, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. You no, gesticulate as well. You got all these gestures, <laughs> and do you know? Do you know what the the really sad thing about this is as well? Is that when I do those, I'm not on my drive. I've got to work, and I'm sat outside in the car <laughs> doing it. <laughs> So anybody coming in is thinking, <laughs> what, what is that fucking maniac doing? <laughs> you just see your face timing your kids. <laughs> Why is he so aggressively shouting passion at his kids? They got an exam. It's the day with passion! <laughs> Take no prisoners! <laughs> I, I think you need to do some motivation stuff. I think, uh, I think the, great, the great British public need it. They need it. We'll see, we'll see. And that's the end of the show. We hope you enjoyed that little look back at some of the things that weren't that important in the last decade. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and tell us about sort of, you know, the less important things that you remember from the last 10 years, uh, you can find us at BB Penny Arcade on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and bbpennyarcade at gmail.com if you know if you want to send us a little email. Sounds good. We're still looking for our first review of the show. Jump onto iTunes, leave a five-star review or a one-star review. But remember, review this as if we were a sex toy. Because I genuinely, I want to see us reviewed like a sex toy. <laughs> I can't see it turning out favourably for us. I think we, I think we hit the spot. <laughs> Every time. <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, see you next time. Adios.